0: This podcast is hosted
1: by R-double-P.
0: The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device.
1: Normal people don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do. Because the government was also freaked out about furbic. They might be dealing with a demonic possession.
0: Meanwhile, as she's on top of him, squeezing his throat, she's screaming,
1: Who sent you here? And they started to move towards her really fast.
0: What are these? Australian aliens. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. Guess who's back in the mat? It's Gemma. It's Esther.
1: And I think my fridge is haunted. Okay. No, we are actually happy to be here. We're
0: great. No, I was just trying to hold in a a latte burp.
1: Yeah, I had a feeling there was something like that going on. I I could feel it coming in. One of those weird throat things
0: I have. Yeah. Not coronavirus. Throat seizure. It's because all I have is latte. That's all I have during the day. Chai latte with soy milk and honey.
1: So good. In case
0: you want to know my
1: orders so good i love i love a chai latte i know i know chai latte is like your daily thing isn't it i have probably two to three a day really yeah chai latte is like my it's like a special it's like a hug in a cup it is that's what it is it's a hug in a cup i don't have them every day i'm just kind of like you know every few weeks i'm gonna be like you know what every few weeks yeah i don't actually get that many although yeah uh oh this week i've had a couple but I what? yeah not nah, usually I'll just get a latte but sometimes I'll be like you know what I'm feeling like I need a chai because it picks me up it There's, makes me feel it's, safe it's so comforting
0: <laughs> I have chai so often yeah that when I get in my car my little Google map reminder pops up on my phone and it's like seven minutes to mcdonald's (laughs) every time i hop in the car i'm like i know the girl knows me at maccas now oh really yeah four dollars 75
1: the dude at peninsula link maccas knows me for my morning coffees i think yeah we kind of have a little Thing going. yeah yeah it's me I always look like such a mess (laughs) in the
0: car I've got like shit in my car I've got my hairs all all over the place riding hats (laughs) packets of lollies
1: people with horses usually have like the messiest car and I mean it in a really nice way but but not messiest cars but there's a lot going on yeah in there's a
0: lot I have Layers of horse hair everywhere now. I've
1: got dog hair and sand. There's a lot of dog hair and sand in my car. It needs a full detail. Yeah, it's hard
0: to get dog hair out. Badly. Yeah, I'd love to get my car done. I've ruined my car with shit everywhere. Like, I'm like my body. I decorate my body with tattoos and whatnot. Decorate your car. I decorate everything I own. So my car and mud on the outside is covered in (laughs) stickers, which have all. They all mean something to me, like tattoos. Like, they're from Japan. A lot of them are from Tokyo. But then inside my car, every little nook and cranny, there is something hidden. Yeah. Like, a little surprise. Like (laughs) I've got, like, a little vending – one of those vending machine Japanese cats in a tissue box. I've got, like, (laughs) little toys shoved in, like, the – The door hole thing, everything. It's a mess. (laughs) When when people come into my car, they're like, the fuck is this? What is going on? Bobbleheads everywhere. (laughs) i got stuffed toys, flags, everything. Magazines in case you're bored.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it was quite stormy last night. And it was one of those nights where everything was just a little bit crazy. It was a
0: gross weather day.
1: My dog just started barking. Just just barking. He sleeps at the end of our bed, like on his bed on the floor. And he was just barking and barking and barking, and then the kitten went was like, "What's going on?" And then she was doing that thing where she's like a meerkat. Did any of your cats do the meerkat thing?
0: Um, You know when they kind of sit up on their hind legs with
1: their paws straight down, like looking around. I love it. So cute. She's big on the meerkat. Anyway, she was doing that, and then my head hurt, so I got my pain pod out, and then sorry, Louis was like, "What is a pain pod?" Oh, it's this thing. Um, you like stick these like rubber stickers on your back and then you turn it onto a certain setting and and they they vibrate. It's like getting a massage, but it's like. (laughs) So they vibrate. Yeah, but like really violently. So it could be a sex toy. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, could could. totally. A very sticky sex toy. I mean, I have to like wipe them down every so often because they get like
0: fluff stuck to them and stuff,
1: but. (laughs) I'm 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 big on um, migraines. I get migraines. Oh, uh, so do so I.
0: Yeah, I put them shocking. on my
1: I put them on my neck and stuff. Anyway, so that was me at five o'clock this morning,
0: five a.m. Yeah, that's gross. What was that? I was asleep. I um, couldn't
1: sleep. I had that. my headache was really bad. No, that's not good. It was like I always like to try other things mm. before I take a pill. Like oh, yeah. I'll drink so, a bunch of water good. or. I'll try to sleep, or or I get the pain pot out. You That's know, good. You're, um, you're going to
0: live forever. See, I I'm the I'm a pill popper.
1: My husband's a pill popper. Straight away, like, if I feel
0: something coming, I'll get the painkillers like, out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even if he thinks he might yeah. get something later, he'll take the pain Oh yeah, I'm the I same. I try to wait until the very last. That's
0: really good. Second, it is like, quite bad for people to do that. Like,
1: I think the less painkillers you take, the the, the more effective they're going to be. Mm. So True. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's it. You become immune.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So my cat's a meerkat. Whatever. Cute.
0: Well. Um. What did my cat do? That's funny. Um. Gilbert pissed in my good. <laughs> Golden shoes that I'm wearing right now. Are actually. you freaking
1: serious? What a cow! But like
0: <laughs> gallons of piss. Boycats are the worst. I don't know how he does it. It's it's actually quite talented. There's quite some skill in it because if you come into my house, Mum collects antique rocking horses. So the living room has about twelve carousel horses. Wow, well like full size ones. Full size carousel horses. Wow. From Luna Park. From they're incredible. They're the best. So now that we can't leave any shoes around because Gilbert pisses in them, the carousel horses are just covered in shoes. So (laughs) you've got to put them up high. You have to hide the shoes. So every morning when I (laughs) go out to do something, it's like, oh God, which horse has which pair of shoes?
1: Oh, that's so random. I want to see. I'll I'll
0: send you a photo. It's great.
1: Dude, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do facts from the freezer? Facts from the freezer. Facts from the freezer. freezer. (laughs)
0: My facts, I don't know if my fact is a fact. It's really weird.
1: Sometimes I look them up and I'm like, mm, is someone messing with me? But oh. it's always a good source of discussion.
0: Yeah, oh, see, I'm going to read all four of these facts that have been shoved into one collage. Okay. Okay. Yep. So Steve Jobs used to relieve stress by soaking his feet in Apple Company's toilets. What? It's a bit weird, isn't it? Matthew McConaughey. Is terrified of revolving doors. Apparently, okay. Jim Carrey dropped out of school when he was sixteen and worked as a janitor. And Ryan Gosling was almost in the Backstreet Boys.
1: Huh. I can see that.
0: I don't know if I look. The Steve Jobs one is weird as fuck.
1: I just that's don't, disgusting. I mean, is it a giant toilet? Because a regular um, person can really only get one foot. Maybe he has toilet. tiny feet maybe we don't know uh, he's a little that's a little that's, white man that's a little weird and and he could afford like a bucket at least oh he could afford a toilet shaped foot wait a foot shaped toilet yes <laughs> <laughs> toilet- uh,
0: wow, what is that jobs. nick if you're listening can you do us a design for a toilet <gasps> shaped foot because i'm foot trying to toilet? figure that out <laughs> in my head right now
1: also can you do a picture of esther as a dragon because when she was a kid she wanted to be a dragon. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: I still want to. My god. <laughs> of course. I was at the beach. Yeah, I was at Gunamata Surf Beach 2 days ago.
1: Yeah. And you were like dragon And
0: I, I was on the rocks and I was like, damn, this is bringing me back to me being like a 15-year-old weirdo being like, oh, I'm, a dragon. I'm a dragon. And Sweet crawling. dude.
1: That's yeah. rad. Yeah, is it? Is it though? <laughs> no, I think it is. You do you. <laughs> so, check this out. Camels have three eyelids and two rows of lashes to prevent sand from getting in their eyes. It's clever, isn't it? That's very clever.
0: A lot of animals have the the um, third eyelid.
1: Three eyelids. I'm just trying to. F- so, is it one on top of the other?
0: It's like, okay, think of. Have you seen like a frog, a uh, frog's eye? How yeah. they have like that that one? It's almost transparent. Yeah, it's like a thin thin layer, and it it kind of like it's underneath the the bigger exterior eyelids okay and then there's like another another lever that doesn't work as an eyelid but it's like a almost like a sheath of skin and okay it kind of like gels over the top
1: weird but
0: clever a lot of animals have them they're cool really? even cats have like a, another little eyelid underneath their eyes uh, underneath their initial eyelids. But
1: we don't because we're crap.
0: Yeah, humans have been blessed with weird things like eyebrows <laughs> that are meant to keep sweat out. But, mate, the amount of sweat that drips through mine directly into my eyeballs and I look like I'm having an allergic reaction, but it's just because I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: eyebrows are And so toenails. We have so much dumb stuff. We have soft... Why do we not have fur? I'm freezing. Well...
0: I have fur. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: just because
0: what your hair. What's your background? Give me some fur
1: and and uh, talons. I would
0: love talons, and And I'd love a tail,
1: pointy ears as well. I want want pointy ears that go around. Like when when I hit something behind me, that one of of my ears goes. (laughs) 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 I would love fangs. Yeah, a tail. That would be good. I don't know, fangs, I'd always be worried that I would like I would bite my tongue all the time. But
0: we bite our tongues with these stubby little teeth anyway. Mm, I
1: don't know. I would love fangs, like tail, p- p- wings, I would love wings. Tail, I don't know, I could probably take or leave a tail. Imagine like a
0: beautiful cat's tail, you could <laughs> brush it and get the fur really beautiful and accessorise, you could put like rings on it, I get, little yeah. jingle jangles.
1: Yeah, true, 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 yeah. Everything yeah, for the yeah, jingle yeah. jangles. And it would be quite cool like if you turned around like you could tur- turn around like really dramatically with your tail
0: yeah you could use it as a mask during covert times just put it on your face um i would also like scales okay i would love scales imagine being born like how we have eye colors imagine being born to like your specific scale color
1: okay like um diaphanous violet
0: yeah or like tangerine
1: yeah 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 the
0: like lit- opal
1: Would you want a bright colour or would you want a colour where you could hide in bushes and stuff? No,
0: I would like like a real, like, like a snake. You know those snakes that are black but in sunlight, you see, like, this rainbow film type effect?
1: Oh, like a, in makeup language, a shift. A shift? (laughs) Like a gold shift. I'd
0: like, like, (laughs) uh, yeah, or like, like pastel. Hmm but kind of opal so like in the light you can see like a prism
1: so you want to be a cat dragon yes uh and i want to be a horse
0: i want to be a horse too i'd like who horse
1: eagle i'm a horse, horse eagle.
0: eagle like a what's that thing in <laughs> harry potter a hippogriff yeah hippogriff <laughs> i'd fucking love to be a hippogriff <laughs> love to be a hippogriff yeah anyway anyway guys back shall, to
1: shall i go first <laughs>
0: Guys, so Chris has just told us I already did that fact. So Gemma has about three
1: rotating facts, and (laughs) at the moment they're all about camels. No, this one's not. I've got another one, and this is going to blow your freaking mind. All right. Okay? (laughs) Esther. Yep. The most wooden toilet seats ever broken on someone's head in one minute is 46. Pardon? Yeah. What? When? How? Why? This was recorded by Guinness World Records in 2007 in Germany and the record holder is an American fitness instructor Uh, named Kevin Shelley. Of
0: course. Of course. It's it's an American in Germany. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I mean. told you you wouldn't know that one. Cool. I mean, good for them.
1: Good for them.
0: Uh yeah, oh, I can't believe I doubled up on my fact. Ugh, that's funny. Look, she's she's scribbling it out,
1: scribbling out her facts. All right, well, hopefully I haven't done this story before, and I can tell you I haven't. But it's very messily written. I didn't type this one. It's it's actually a giant mess. She's
0: she's written it on ancient scroll, and <laughs> it's been there's that you know back in primary school or high school they'd get you to like write a poem on paper then that you'd coffee stain it and then you'd burn the edges.
1: Oh, to make it look like a pirate map.
0: That's what Gemma's done with this. I used to love doing that. Same. But then, then to mix it up, I'd do like Japanese calligraphy and I'd just use Google Translate and I'd I'd write like
1: penis. <laughs> Bitch.
0: And I'd display it at school being like, "Yes, I'm very eclectic."
1: Yeah, I'm I'm so sophisticated. But then I had a Korean I'm teacher. Who's like,
0: I can read Japanese. I know what that says. Shh. I'm like, shh. It just says, I'm a dickhead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know. Anyway, my sources today uh, were uh, one of my favourite YouTubers, Hayley Reese. Also, Atlas Obscura, thelineup.com, lifeinmylensphoto.com. So, this is the story of a haunted house Mm. this is the story of the Los Feliz mansion have you heard of it Mm, no it's one of those stories there's not a lot out there about it Mm. and it's almost one of those stories where it's a little bit based in legend rather than fact okay but I'm going to tell it to you anyway because I think it's 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 quite a good story all right pump it Okay, so this is a story about a house that has remained almost abandoned for almost 60 years with a dark past and a mysterious story to it. Mm-hmm. So in the 1950s, this house, this the Los Feliz Mansion, uh, it's located on a hilltop of an area in LA called Los Feliz, was owned by a family called the Perelson's. Mm-hmm. So this house was a Spanish-style build, and it was quite large, so it sounds really pretty. Yeah. It had four main bedrooms, sorry, four master bedrooms, a ballroom, and also it had servants' quarters. Wow. So – Kind
0: of like my house now. Yeah,
1: totally. Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the father was called Harold Perelson, and he was a cardiologist – his wife was called Lillian, and they had three children, Judy, Joel, and Debbie. The family had the appearance of being successful, and they didn't seem to have any drama. However, there were underlying issues within the family. Dr. Perelson had spent years developing a specific design for a new type of syringe. He had uh, partnered up with a man called Edwin, uh, Edward Shustak who said that he could make the product and bring it to full development and have it manufactured. After 11 years of partnership, Shustak did the dirty on Perelston Mm. and he stole the design for the syringe. What followed was two years of legal battles. Uh, Perelston had put a huge amount of money into the product plus his legal fees Although he sued for $100,000, he only received $24,000 back. So the whole thing kind of ruined him financially. So what followed was a shocking tragedy that led to the abandonment of the Los Feliz house. Here we go. At 4.30am on the 6th of December 1959, Judy Perelson ran to her neighbor's home, screaming and pounding on the door. The police arrived soon after to find Dr. Harold Perelston dead of a huge overdose. And in their bed was his wife, Lillian, and she had been killed. Yeah, She'd been beaten in the head with a hammer. Dr. Perelston had killed his wife, who was sleeping next to him. Then he went into Judy's room and hit her with the same hammer. Oof. And she was 18, by the way. These weren't, Mm. like, really young kids. Mm. They were kind of, like, teenage kids. She was able to cushion the blow by putting her arm up to her head to protect herself. And she screamed, waking up her brother and sister. And she also woke up the neighbours. Even so, she had the idea to play dead. And luckily, her father went to find her siblings. Little Debbie had got up and was wandering down the hallway to see what was happening. Instead of hitting Debbie with the hammer, Dr. Perelston walks her back to her room and tells her it's all a bad dream wow. and to go back to bed. While this is happening, Judy bolts out of the house and runs to the neighbor's place. The neighbors see that Judy has blood on her due to a fractured skull. Mm. I mean, you'd <laughs> you'd have to have a lot of like adrenaline going through you yeah, to be able to it would run. Be adrenaline, uh, totally, completely,
0: because yeah, you she think, probably wouldn't even feel it at that point.
1: Maybe not. Yeah, mm. because you'd be pretty dazed. So the neighbors call the police. The police search the house and they see that Doctor Pearlston had left a copy of Dante's Divine Comedy on the bedside table, and it was open to a page that said. Midway upon the journey of our life, I found myself within a forest dark for the straightforward pathway had been lost. Mm -hmm. It turned out that Dr. Perelston had been struggling with physical and mental health issues for some time and that he had attempted suicide in the past. His wife had even considered him committed, like getting him committed to a hospital. Yeah. This mental health was worsened when his family was in a car accident and he needed to come up with even more money to cover costs. On the night of the murders, it was found that Lillian had sustained an inch-wide hole in her skull and that she had not died immediately. She ended up drowning in her own blood. Wow. Whoa. It's pretty bad. Jesus. So... After this, the children go to live with other family members around the country, and the following year, in 1960, the house is sold to another family called the Enriquez family. So Emily and Julian Enriquez... Uh, it's, it's a bit weird. They only use the house for storage and they actually rarely visit the house. Mm. The interior of the house, according to local legend, stayed exactly as it was on the night of the murder. People also... Uh, people would look into the windows and they said they could see the Christmas tree still up, furniture covered in dust and even Christmas presents under the tree. Wow! Now, we don't know if this is true, but we do know that magazines and food, um, like tins, like, mm. you know, like uh, bottles and things like that, from the 1960s have been spotted through the windows. After Emily and Julian died, the house went to their son, Rudy, And he also decided not to live in the house for whatever reason. The surrounding neighbours chipped in to keep the grass mowed. They said the house had been used by squatters and sex workers, and they sometimes saw people using the property for picnics, which is weird. I guess it's like a dark tourism thing where people would just kind of go there and and spend the day there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then came the stories about that the house was in fact haunted. An alarm had been installed on the property at some point and a woman taking a closer look at the house was bitten by a black widow spider before tripping the alarm. Her friend was uh, a neighbour of the Los Feliz house. Uh, Her name was Cherie Watson. She said her own house alarm kept going off after that night as if a ghost had followed her friend home. Some people say they, they hear screams coming from the house and apparently ghost hunters have heard a woman yelling no and they've also seen faces in the windows before disappearing completely. In 2016, after Rudy's death, the house was sold at auction uh, to the only people that turned up. Wow. Which is weird. Uh, I wonder to, how
0: much they got it for.
1: Uh, that will come up soon. Mm. TV personality Lisa Bloom and her husband bought the property for $2.3 million. Jesus. And they completely stripped it down before putting it back on the market in 2019. It still needs complete refurbishment, apparently. And the asking price is $3.5 million. Um I couldn't find anything to say that the house has been purchased, but... I hope someone is able to put in the work because. Have you? What does it look like? <laughs> um, I'll put up some. I'll send you some photos. I love. I love old houses. So it's Los Feliz. L O S. L O S. F. E L I Z. I mean, it would be really nice if someone really put in the work and just like put it back to its former glory you know like it's
0: oh wow 20s. it's very, it's quite
1: unusual
0: it's actually it's not very as nice LA, as i was though.
1: it's very la yeah you know that kind of like that spanish kind of lots of white paint yep. and that kind of thing it's a nice house yeah jeez so, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I've heard about, I've heard this story, like, on a few YouTube channels and that kind of thing. I just wanted to look into it myself because I, I don't know if this is just a legend story or if this is mm. actually a true thing that happened. Yeah, sometimes, like, you get those, the, oh, those sure. stories that go around and you're just like, mm, I it's don't like know. It's like the
0: Morningstar Boys home down here. Yeah? I wanted to do a podcast on that. Um, but it's so they do hard say to research it's haunt- and it's super haunted. They
1: say it's haunted. My
0: dad broke into it as a kid <laughs> with his mates and they heard kids screaming and laughing upstairs. And what? Yeah, yeah, it's super, super haunted.
1: Oh, wow. I wonder if we could go there sometime. I'd love to. I have been there before. I did a wedding there. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, it, and the room that we were doing the hair and makeup in was, um, it just looked like a school room. Right. I mean, I guess it was a school room at yeah. one point.
0: Orphanage. Yeah, wow, so that, that is the
1: story so of the Los Feliz house. Damn. The photos are really creepy. Like,
0: I I don't know. I love, 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 love old heritage listed buildings. I'm all for old houses. Mm. But that house gives me a creepy vibe. Even looking at the photos, it looks really Stale I don't know. I think
1: someone could really do it up. I think it's like the gardens need some help oh, and that yeah. kind of thing. But someone could make it look really nice, I think. Totally. But it's weird that no one has actually lived there. People have it, owned it. a weird – But that no one wants to live there.
0: It's weird. That is – I think that's really weird.
1: And even the people that bought it in 2016, they sort of did it up a little bit and, and then, then they sold it. it off. Maybe so, just,
0: everyone just got like a weird feeling of
1: yeah, it. Yeah, like maybe it just gives people weird vibes and they just – that no one wants to live there.
0: Yeah, that's strange.
1: It's really weird. (laughs) So what have you got?
0: All right. um, My story, I'm sure you've heard about it. I'm sure you've all heard about it, but it actually is quite um how should i put it it's was shoved under the carpet okay and it happened in 2018 Mm -hmm. and then it kind of simmered off a bit and the media kind of didn't talk about it but then when george floyd was murdered the black lives matter and police brutality started pumping through the media which it should mm-hmm. then this case was brought up again okay Yep. Yeah. so my sources are the daily mail Ugh.
1: my favorite I hate the <laughs> daily mail They're so reliable oh shocking i <laughs> i
0: don't even know why i put it in the source because i ended up not using it wikipedia and blackamericaweb.com okay on November 3rd, 2018, at 10pm, Tamla Horsford, beloved wife and mother of five children, arrived at a football mom's adult slumber party in Georgia's notoriously racist Forest County. Oh. Tamla was the only Afri- African-American woman present, with nine guests total, not including Tamla, not including her, of course, the homeowner, Jeanne Myers or well, Jean, Jean, sorry, Jeannie Myers yep. and her boyfriend, Jose Barrera. They watched football, drank and played Cards Against Humanity. Now, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the case, but it's quite a notorious, uh, infamous photo of all these white women on a couch. Yeah. Posing and then Tamla is like in the centre and they're all in their pyjamas and they're all like have the laptops and they're drinking wine and stuff.
1: What, this is literally a slumber party for
0: adults. Adults, it's like a soccer mom.
1: Okay, I, it rings a bell.
0: Yeah, I, when I show you the photos, you'll—I'm sure I'll probably you've Probably
1: recognize it. it.
0: Yeah, according to witnesses, Tamla went outside to smoke a cigarette at two a.m. on the back porch. A few hours later, around seven thirty a.m., the aunt of the homeowner found Tamla lying face down and motionless below the porch. A whole hour and a half at 8.59am, the boyfriend of the homeowner, Jose, finally decided to call the police. What? Yep. During the call, he described Tamla as laying face down, not breathing, and brought attention to a small cut on Tamla's wrist, suggesting that it could be caused from self-harm. In the background of the call, a woman's voice can be heard suggesting that she may may have fallen from the balcony while drunk. The police arrived at 9.07am.
1: Hang on. They found her and
0: then they waited? They found her at 7am and then they decided to call the police at 8.59am. Uh, and this wasn't, this wasn't questioned for some reason. Like that's such a massive that's s- gap. That's huge. And it wasn't ever like the police never talked about it. About why the hell did you take so long to call the cops?
1: That is crazy. It's bizarre. It's crazy. So they say she might have fallen from the balcony, and sh- but she also might have slashed her wrist? It, it was a
0: small cut on her wrist. Which doesn't make but any it, sense. To me, it sounds like the white people at the party were like, oh, she's probably suicidal, or like shifting blame completely.
1: Uh, that there was foul play. All right, so they're trash people. Okay, these
0: people are assholes.
1: Okay, fine. Okay, let's keep going. Photos taken at the party
0: that were leaked to the public show a smiling Tamla in pyjamas, sharing a large couch with seven white women, all posing for the camera. According to reports, Tamla arrived at the house with a bottle of tequila and was drinking throughout the night, but didn't seem to be super drunk. According to the toxicology report... Tamla's blood alcohol was 0.23 with Xanax and THC, which is medication for anxiety, being found in her system. They also found rolling papers and weed in the bag she brought to the house. Referring to the blood alcohol chart used by law enforcement in Georgia, if Tamla was in the area of weighing 120 pounds, she would be considered legally intoxicated with about six drinks under her belt. Okay, so this is what they found in the autopsy. Although there are a few visible injuries on her body from the view of where she was found laying face down, the autopsy report came back with a broken wrist, broken neck, subdual hematoma, and a torn heart muscle.
1: Subdual hematoma, what's that? Do you know what that is?
0: Uh, I purposely did not Google this. A hematoma... Chris, a hematoma, isn't that like a a ruptured... Something ruptured... Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, an like internal. Bruising.
0: Internal bruising.
1: Right. Yep,
0: there we go. Okay. She sustained several blunt force injuries to her head and torso, as well as having cuts on her face, wrist, hand, and lower legs. Officials speculated that these injuries were the result of falling 14 to 16 feet from the balcony. Oh, my God. However, friends and family of Tamler's were not convinced calling for foul play and homicide, which I'm totally agreeing with.
1: Um, totally agree with this. Do we know if there was a lot of blood around the body?
0: They never mentioned blood.
1: Okay. The case started to trend online
0: with a surge of people sharing the hashtag Tamla Horsford, calling for just, Justice. On February 20th, 2019, the case was officially closed and ruled as an accidental death. Major Joe Perkins of the Forest County Sheriff's Office stated that none of the injuries aligned with foul play, quote, it was a party, they were drinking, she was drinking, most of the partygoers had gone to bed all that time, at that time, and she was on the deck alone.
1: But you know what, like, we've been, everyone's been to a lot of parties, everyone's been drunk, Everyone's been intoxicated, but, you know, how many times have you been found... Fallen off a balcony. Allegedly fallen off a balcony with with a broken neck, a broken wrist and... and Well, that's the thing. To me, it's like... It's like, sure, she
0: could have fallen off the balcony, but that does not explain why it took them an hour and a half to call the cops in in the morning when they found her body. It doesn't explain to me the scratches i mean sure she could have fallen into a bush but there was never any mention of her falling into a bush it was just mm. like a i think i've seen the photos and it's just a very bare backyard
1: it just seems like a, there's a lot in, in the in the in your research it sounds like there's a lot of emphasis on the intoxication yeah and i i just don't feel like that's and
0: oh she had weed in her yeah i mean i've like, never mm. i've never smoked weed and been like dizzy and Falling over shit. I don't know. Yeah, like, it's
1: just. And she I had just,
0: six drinks. That's not plastered. That's no. Throughout a night. That's and not throughout
1: an entire night. Yeah, that's not that much. And they were probably having snacks. Totally. And maybe even coffees and that kind of thing. But uh, I don't know the intoxication thing. It's just very weak. I feel yeah, like they're like, oh, she was drunk. Excuse.
0: She had drugs in her bag. She's fallen mm. off the balcony at two a.m. because she's been walking around intoxicated. It doesn't add up it, to no. why you didn't call the police as soon as you found her.
1: Yeah, I no, I. Plus, this I'm area is already. very
0: racist.
1: I don't like
0: very this very racist at all. No. It's, it's, it's is, dodgy as hell. It
1: just, oh my god, like are they friends with the, with the Ramses? Like seriously, yeah. Like, well, let's it's, just, it's, let's cover this up. Think
0: of like a, a room of Karens, like white American Karens. Yeah, that's what the photo. That's what they all look like. With I bet they're anti-vaxxers too. Totally. And she's beautiful. Um, and yeah. it's really fucking sad. The photo is really upsetting. Um, quote, I want the truth of what's going on because, I mean, the stories I've heard so far, none of them make sense. Horsford's husband, Leander Horsford, told the Forest County News. And if they don't make sense usually, there's reason they don't make sense. And I agree with him. Mm. The case began to fade from the public's eye, but up until very recently, advocacy for the case began, began to resurface during the George Floyd anti-police brutality protests. On the 5th of June 2020, the Horsford family attorney, Ralph E. Fernandez, wrote a letter to Tamla's husband, claiming that his team's investigation into the case suggested a very strong chance of homicide. Quote, Witness statements are in conflict. A potential subject handled the body as well as the evidence prior to law enforcement arriving evidence was disposed of and no inquiry followed the scene was not preserved quote end quote he also stated that the injuries found were consistent with physical struggle but due to the lack of photos from the initial autopsy this prevented a definite conclusion and this all lines up of course with discovering the body at 7am and then having a huge gap before calling the police. It to me, it's, so it makes full complete of bullshit, sense. bullshit, isn't it? Yep. Tamla's case again started to spread online, starting protests in Cumming, Georgia, where her name was painted on signs alongside black Americans who were murdered by police in recent years. A petition was made in change.org calling for the case to be reopened, amassing more than 586,000 signatures, including celeb- celebrities such as 50 Cent and TI pushing the case. On June 12, 2020, Forest County Sheriff Ron Freeman sent a letter requesting that the case be reopened and investigated by the GBI. Mm-hmm. He stated that the investigation was best undertaken by an independent law enforcement agency.
1: That sounds about right. Yeah. That the, sounds like a good call.
0: I totally agree. The GBI agreed to reopen the case on June eighteenth, two 2020, but did not specify when the investigation would begin.
1: So it's it's pending then? It's
0: pending. Good. It, this, it's being brought back. Um, and I see it all the time on Facebook and stuff popping up. People being like, this is sus. This is creepy. The photos are really creepy. There's something not right about them. And yeah, I, I just want to, I thought that story was really important, obviously because the current climate um, with Black Lives Matter. But also because it's now been reopened and it's pretty heavy. It's, pretty, it's a fucked up case. Like a, I an adult a s- slumber party where they're playing cards against humanity and watching fucking football and then a, a murder. Or not, well, it's not, it's not ruled out as murder yet, but a dead body.
1: I want to hear more about who is at this party. I want to know who mm. all these people are, what they do for a living, how they know Tamla. What their connection is to her. I think their
0: kids were like... Soccer kids. In football or something. Like American football.
1: I want to know a lot more about this case. It's really messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I but. want to know what the people of interest have to say. Oh, same. Um, it, was re- it was actually really vague. Because I tried like... Yeah, okay. Researching
0: because I wanted to know what she did as a living and like what her history was and it was hard to find anything on really the actual individuals huh yeah because I, I I hate just mentioning like especially female victims and just being like mother of five dead yeah. I wanted to see like what she did in her life if she went to if she hadn't had a uni education what a you know what her passion was blah blah blah
1: exactly I couldn't yeah. even
0: yeah I couldn't really find much but I'll definitely keep this in the loop.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see us doing a deep dive into this when the when the sec, the, the next investigation yeah. has been done. Yeah, well, it's happening now. They're getting shit oh, ready hopefully, now. and I hope it's done properly.
0: Like with That's no it. politics. That's it. No
1: underlying well, intentions. Private investigators
0: can be really amazing, and they can be really tricky. Well, this is
1: the GBI, isn't it? Hmm. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Yes. Yeah. So. Look, hopefully they do a legit investigation into this,
0: well, I think they're being they're being pushed pushed to I mean as much as I can't stand people like Kim Kardashian them posting shit and reposting shit on Kim's done some good work. she's done some great yeah. stuff for yeah, for criminal justice,
1: yeah yeah. And well, they,
0: can't, that was, can't, they can't ignore celebrities pushing for it because then everyone yeah, else is like, yeah. Because
1: people follow celebrities. Totally, people, Celebrities will bring things into the, the public light so that people will be like, well, Kim cares about it. Therefore, totally. you know, I'm going to care about it. And they have a platform of millions of people millions that will see that. Millions of people. That. Yeah. God, yeah. I
0: wish Kim Kardashian would repost like my grandmother's case because that would fucking send it into, you know... Mm-hmm. They have the power to do stuff like that. So Is
1: um, anything going on with your grandmother's uh, investigation at the moment? Um, Did they ever find your uncle? Because he went missing. No, he's didn't he's he?
0: gone. They can't find him now. They he's can't find he's him. run out because yeah, he he got he caught wind of um, the Australian newspaper writing about this article that hasn't come out yet and he caught wind and he's the, he's gone, he's disappeared.
1: For anyone listening, because we have mentioned this in previous episodes, do you want to give a quick
0: yeah, so, recap
1: of, of the case?
0: So back in 2003, my grandmother was murdered um, and the leading suspect was my uncle um, who he was found not guilty because the only evidence was hearsay of him admitting that he he was boasting about him killing her, mm-hmm. and all the other evidence um, was it wasn't allowed into the court because it was too oh, what's the word yeah I think it's d- 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 defamatory something like that right okay yeah, it was too obvious like like the other evidence was him his cell phone was pinging off cell phone towers in that in exact that location and shit and, at the exact he time he did not
1: live near that he area lived,
0: he lived down here he lived in frankston
1: yeah it's and this happened
0: in Hillsville, what? so it's an hour and a half away
1: yeah it's a good what 150ks isn't it yeah or yeah yeah
0: it's like Ks. the yarra region you yeah, know wine country mm. and um basically he was found not guilty and the case was closed and um
1: But your family has always fought for it to be reopened. Oh, well, it completely tore my
0: family apart. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone went crazy. It's Mm -hmm. horrible. Mm -hmm. And so now that I'm studying criminology, um, I've been like, I, you know, I contacted Ron Iddles. Wow. Um, He worked on the case. So did Tim Day, who's like head of homicides now in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, They all worked on the case. So... After contacting Ron Idles, I had a big chats with him. And then I contacted the guy who did the Teacher's Pet podcast. Yes. Which was huge.
1: Whose name I can't remember, but I, I can hear his voice in my head because the Teacher's Lynn, Pet was such... The Lynn Dawson yes. Case. Yeah. Yes, and Steve Dawson. Yeah, and then he referred me
0: on to another journalist who did another podcast for The Australian... And he's decided to try to write an article on it just to bring it back into the spotlight, which, mm-hmm. you know, people will know stuff. It's like the the ice cube we did previously. For Christine Nealon. There's someone out there who knows something, yes. no matter what. And there's... there's People know stuff, and mm-hmm. they can be too... It's Sometimes it's scary to come forward and, and say that you know. But it's important because it's been... Oh, since 2003 how many 17 years 17 years of my family being completely left heartbroken and like you know I'm not a religious person but to feel that nonna my nonna was just left they got away with it this Mm -hmm. person's gotten away with murder yep and it's crazy to think that and now wherever he is or you know it might not even be him somebody is out there with a family because he, he's living with a family. They're out there going on with their lives, having jobs, eating dinners every night, watching movies where my nonna was fucking... She's dead. She, she's missed out on so much, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. And this is why small cases that kind of get pushed under the rug, people need to fulfil the criminal justice obligations of you know uh, during the case when our case was happening so was the underbelly trials okay so ours was
1: overshadowed
0: completely overshadowed Mm -hmm. yeah so like the judges that were doing our case they were also doing the underbelly trials so they want they almost wanted to get ours out of the way right there was so much you so know, you feel like it case. was
1: fast tracked a little bit completely in order to make oh, room for mate. the bigger more high profile yeah. cases you should
0: read the court transcripts as i've got i think i've got one of the transcripts is like 3000 pages and wow. reading what the judges say and the the actual lawyers it's so horrible like they just go you know what skip that next part like they they're just bored wow so it's really it's really important if anyone knows anything about any sort of crime down to like small shit like animal abuse down to if you see someone spitting on someone down the street if you're on public transport and you see someone assault someone
1: mm-hmm.
0: fucking do something about it mm-hmm. yeah film it on your phone and give it to cops like if you're scared fair enough if you're in a vulnerable situation, fair enough. But try to do something. Yeah. Because it ruins people's lives. And, yeah, I just... I have no respect for killers, obviously. And, you know, we study serial killers and we talk about them and... But at the end of the day, they're fucking assholes. And, mm-hmm. you know, don't create fandoms and shit for these people. Like, yeah. Study them because this is human nature. Exactly.
1: You know, this is part
0: of being human species.
1: I've been wondering... Recently, about how could the age of the serial killer be at an end? Yeah, totally. They're, they're thinking about that. It is. Oh, really? Is that yeah. already something that's, that people are saying? Because totally, our um, scientific abilities have just got so sophisticated, and also the psychological profile mm. um, is becoming so sophisticated as well. And we're coming into a time where people—it's—it's it's too risky for them to carry out these crimes
0: well there's there's now there's more mass shootings opposed to the st- stats of serial killers. There's still lots of serial killers That's in right, like rural areas and third world countries there's lots of serial killings still okay, happening. but one Marcus from last podcast and the left brought something up that actually has completely flipped my whole perspective mm-hmm. and i I haven't heard it anywhere else but he he has a theory that in the in the rise of serial killings in history was around the 70s, right? Yes. 60s, 70s, exactly, 80s. Exactly, exactly. And that that era when they were kids, there was lead in everything. We've talked about this. Yes. Yes. And there's, there's a theory that the the amount of lead actually mm-hmm. caused these people to have such chemical imbalance that they there was such a high rate of serial killing. Mm-hmm. And now that there's not so much lead, we're not hearing of young serial killers. I mean...
1: But I do feel like the level of mental illness has risen. Totally, and it will. And you know, I there's a lot of angry people out there. We live in much. a fast-paced that, society where we're expected to live at such a fast-paced standard. I feel like there's a lot of people that are just so close to cracking point.
0: And that's where mass shootings comes in. That's yep. where familicide comes in. You get a lot of, especially men, killing their wives and their kids. Um, yep, which isn't as reported as it should be. It should be more made aware of in the media. But I don't know. I, I start to think if COVID keeps going on for a longer amount of time, think of the kids that are in this time. They're being taught not to have human contact, not to touch other people, not to... I wonder how they're going to be damaged in years' time That's when they've missed out on... yeah. That's socializing, very like, yes. is this going to come back? Is this going to hit bite us?
1: Yeah, cons- it, it, from a co- co- cognitive um, development yeah, perspective, totally. This, even though it's only been six months, mm. um, if it stretches out any longer, it could really, really have an have, a, have oh, an impact yeah. on the on the littler kids. You're
0: having kids that are all being homeschooled and being forced to not touch anything, not not embrace other friends yep you know um of course a lot of our listeners would be beautiful parents and their kids are in happy home situations but Mm -hmm. think of the kids that are being forced to stay home with abusive parents and parents that are all already neglectful Mm -hmm. and then now they're being forced to come out of school and they're they're completely being severed from any form of contact mm-hmm. it's you know you and i even watching movies and shit now and seeing people in a big group of a group of people in a movie scene or touching door handles and like
1: or in a crowded restaurant and you're, like, you're Ugh, like oh this part a, of you it's like weird. don't touch
0: that that's fucking yeah sanitize imagine like kids are
1: going to be hit so yeah, it's interesting Be like why can they hug people why are they hugging that stranger There'll it's, be like a... like Because that's what we used to do. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like
0: <laughs> I don't think it'll ever be the same. It's true. So year's 10 years time, I'd like impact. to see what's going to happen. I think there's a lot of mental health that's gone up. Mm-hmm. Um, suicide rate.
1: It's interesting what you say about the mass shootings taking the place of serial killers. It's so true, isn't it? It's really it's true. It's so this, true. We're losing count of mass shootings. Mm-hmm. It's literally just like a shooting a Every week. Every...
0: F- yeah. Yeah. In America, you hear literally. about something
1: new, and yeah. it used to be like this big. You know, oh God, like no. we would you could we would take note of, of Columbine, of and Columbine. Oh, it's the tenth anniversary. It's the twentieth anniversary. That kind of thing. But now it's like every day is the twentieth anniversary or the tenth anniversary of a, yeah. of a shooting. Yeah, there's so many of them now. Yeah, so
0: definitely, I think mass shooters are becoming the next serial killers. It's true.
1: It's so, it's God. so true. How would it yeah. be if
0: gun laws were put in place in America? Like. It's very interesting. There's a lot of shit you can think about. All right. Anyway, guys, that was kind of a downer. <laughs> Sorry about
1: that. But it's true. It's reality, <laughs> reality, reality. Yeah, yeah. But look, at this time, I mean, this is a time for discussion, isn't it? It There's is. There's a lot to discuss right now, whether it's Black Lives Matters, or whether it's, um, you know, how is COVID psychologically affecting people? There's a yeah. lot to discuss. Yeah. That's it. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just take care of one another. Do something a day that makes you happy. I know when I get low at the moment, I'll name like three things that have been good in my day. Aww. Even if it's little, like I had two chai lattes today.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my cat did a meerkat cat pose. Yeah, cute. Those <laughs> things are fun. Make, take note. Do something for yourself. Yeah. Give um, yourself a little facial. Yeah. Do a little.
0: Buy something online. Do a
1: little manicure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 I, I bought a kimchi lip gloss Oh, I online. love kimchi so much. She's love. so lovely, she's isn't she? Favorite. And, and her, her makeup is very, very affordable. God, she's great. So I was just a little happy thing to arrive in the mail. Yay,
0: fun. <laughs> I ordered um, a lucky cat with the solar panel waving arm, except instead of a little Oh, paw, and the Nikki Nico? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, it's like a lucky Neko. <laughs> but instead of a paw, it's giving you the finger. <laughs> and I'm going to put it in the back of my car. And it, it comes with like a little sticker that you could stick on the front of it where you can write whatever you want. I'm going to write fuck off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you could write, listen to my podcast. Oh, yeah. I think my fridge is on and Spotify. And <laughs> on oh, <no>, all major platforms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, guys. until next week, take care of yourselves. Be creepy.
0: But don't be a creep.
1: Mm -hmm, Yeah, My wait, my story
0: is... Wait, can you hear something? Gemma? Yes. I didn't want to interrupt
1: because that was such a great conversation, but you did that camel fact um, in episode 13 <laughs> of the
0: last season. You're yeah. a loser. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. I've written down here, camel, three eyelids, two eyelashes. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. All
1: right. I've got another one.